Uh, well, hello, good evening, and uh, welcome to the latest edition of Lobbycast. It's, yes, it's me, it's Khan again. Um, I haven't been on, done one of these for a while, because I tend to have to go to the cinema on my own, because, as we all know, Baz went off to Scotland and found friends. Um, but I found a friend, and I'm joined today by the lovely, the sexy, the very, very, very hairy, although you've had a haircut, I noticed, sir. Uh, Mr. Lawrence Lanigan, is it? It's Lanigan, is it? It's Langan. Langan. That's like Langigan. Yeah. Langan would be a good, that's a great name. To be fair. But that would be tough, tougher to get your, to, to get your mouth around. Arguably, time. well, I mean, to be fair, it's taken me, you know, three gigs with you to remember your first name. That's so fine. That's absolutely I, I, fine. I, I do humbly apologise. <laughs> it's not a personal thing, it's just my habit of shockingly bad memory. I could, I, I could totally, to, to be honest, I could totally tell when you couldn't remember my name I don't bluff it but, well but then no not no. really but 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 you know bless you for trying well I mean if it makes you feel any better this, this, this genuinely happened you know we do the, um, the we've got all that gong show beat the bears night thing yes. going on there and comedian um, Becky Everest came along to watch she <laughs> came along with um, Jason Oathman's and during the break, Jason came up to myself and Martin and said, get her on, she, she'll give it a go. And we're like, yeah, sure, just you know, grab someone from the audience in vertical and chuck her on the stage, you're really funny. So I went up to her and said, I, 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 I'm, I'm sure we've met before, but I can't remember where. She just looked at me and went, I've gigged for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. She said, I've come to your quiz night. Oh, yeah. So we've met about half a dozen times now. She went, yep. Sorry, do apologise. She said, oh, don't worry about it. And it made me feel slightly better. Martin appeared over my shoulder and went, I went, oh, well, Becky wants to go. Oh, brilliant. Have we met before? She just looked at him and went, I've done your night as well. <laughs> it's not just me. Oh, Martin. Anyway, we're not, we're not here to reminisce about that. We, we have just been to see the absolutely, I'm, I'm going to call it amazing Captain Marvel. Marvellous, if you will. That joke's already been done by several other people, I suspect. And normally, as Bowser's rules dictate, we would be doing this uh, sitting in the lobby of our local multiplex. But their bar's shut, and we've hunted a beer. So we've decamped to the local Brexit. <laughs> where, so if you hear noise in the background of beeps and people chucking about with ice and whatever, that's why it is, and that's where we are. Uh, now, you can't make, mention Brexit in a web spoon. No, otherwise oh, oh, Tim will come and haunt you. My feet have caught fire again. Oh dear, this is not going to end well. Um, so we're not going to mention Brexit. Yeah. Because we're in a web spoon. We can't talk about Brexit. So we're going to talk about Captain Marvel. Now, this is quite funny because I thought that Lawrence, we were going to be doing this, and Lawrence went, we're going to record this. Yeah. Um, so the quick, the, the rules. Yeah, please, lay, lay them on me. This, this was, the core idea of this was generated by a German. So there have to be rules. Oh, of course. Now, I break the rules as a matter of course because I like to give him an aneurysm. But in essence, we talk very quickly. Ideally, he wants about 10 minutes, but I don't care. Uh, we talk about the film, we don't give any spoilers, and then we say performance, the best performance, would we see it again, and we give it a score. He says out of five, but I will undoubtedly change that to something like 17 and a half lightsabers, just for fun. Right. If you hear screaming in the background, that's bad. If you hear groaning in the background, that's the owner of Weatherspoons. Um, Does this go unedited? Pretty much. Pretty much. Just live okay. banging wow. out. Here we go. All right. So I'm definitely, I'm even more pressure. I'm definitely trying not to swear. Uh, so, your thoughts, sir, Captain Marvel. As uh, the, I'll, I'll just add this in, actually, very, very, very quickly. The reason we've done this is because Lawrence gave me a, sent me a message and went, I want to see Captain Marvel with you. Well, I haven't been on a date for a while. <laughs> and he said, no, because I don't really like the Marvel films. So when I finished punching him, uh, he said, no, no, I want to sort of approach it from a, I'm a bit cynical about it, you're a massive fan, let's see what we think about it. And I thought, do you know what, I haven't had an argument for about three days, let's give it a go. So, sir, 
Captain Marvel, your thoughts? Right. Slight, I mean, slight correction. I would would describe myself as a Marvel sceptic rather than a cynic. Yes, fair enough. But but, but because I I love superhero films and um, there's some Marvel movies I like, but I do think they get far too much praise and not enough gets said when they're a bit of a mixed bag. I think, because there are some that are really, there are some that are excellent. There are a lot of them that are okay. And then there are some that are really bad, and I and I don't think people talk about those enough. No the, one talks about Iron Man two at all, but then you never should. I mean, <laughs> without getting into it, I, the Iron Man two is one of the ones I like. So, oh boy, this, this is <laughs> going to go south very quickly. The, the, so, the thing, Captain Marvel, I think, splash you can hear is Lawrence <laughs> in the river. <laughs> so, Captain Marvel, I think, was in the is in the above average bracket. Um, which is the which is a rude way of saying I liked it. I'm I mean, clenching. I liked it. I'm clenching. <laughs> I liked it. I think there were things there are things about it that, that worked really well. I think that uh, Brie Larson was a good like uh, was a good central performance. I think you got a really good sense of um, uh, a good sense of her personality. You know, I think that she was roguish and she was irreverent and she did kind of give two fingers to authority and she was fun to watch and she was charismatic and cool and sexy and and, and all these good things but at the same time being quite a well-rounded character there's been a lot said about this uh, the idea that this is a a feminist superhero film and then there's been the usual back and forth on Twitter and everyone saying that the feminists are ruining everything and the other side saying no feminism will save everything and and, and you always slightly suspect that it's maybe a massive marketing ploy by Marvel, but the, but there were were a lot of there's there is a lot of like kind of feminist imagery in this, and that that centres around her character as yes, well. Totally. And I think it works. I think it's really good. I think there is a lot of like positive um, a positive imagery yeah. that you don't see very often, yes. particularly in in superhero films. Definitely, and it, definitely. And I'm not uh, I'm not necessarily. Um, Although I'm, I'm, without getting too much into politics, I'm liberal-minded, but I wouldn't say that I'm the wokest of the woke. But I'm definitely sent. But I'm. But I'm. But I. But, but, but I you're, think that there's. I, I would say, looking at your face, you're a hipster in training. Uh, hip, <laughs> I've got. I've definitely got hipster tendencies. But I would say that. Um, um, so I mean, I would. But, but so but I would say that like this did have a lot of stuff in it that I think was was really good and sent out a positive message about femininity and I think people that um, especially since I mean I was struck by um, I do a film club with uh, some friends and we watched quite like a raunchy science fiction and one of the girls in it said I really really like this and I expected it to be a really controversial thing but I said she really liked it but then we raised some of the problems with it and, and, I, and I, we got into the debate and something always stuck with me where she said um, I always love science fiction but I always wondered where's the science fiction for me where's the fantasy for me and yeah. stuff and watching something like this you feel like if, especially people of a younger age going into scenes well, this is the kind of thing that they'd look up to and really enjoy well I'm glad you bring up that point actually because um, I'll come clean this wasn't the first time I'd seen this film I shot my belt early as they say and I had to go and see it on Saturday morning which was horrible because there were people in the cinema but the film was amazing and as I left the cinema uh, I heard a little voice behind me, which isn't the usual little voice I have in my head. Yeah. This is an actual real person. And I heard behind me this girl say, I love that film 
because it had kick-ass female characters. And this was a girl, I would guess, around 14, 16. I mean, I'm way past 40, so I can't tell how old anybody is below the age of 35. Okay. <laughs> but I would say, I would guess, roughly, she's around that age. So the girl of 14, 16, somewhere around there, has watched Captain Marvel. Yeah. I walked out of there, effectively punching the air. Yeah. Saying there were amazing female characters. Then I think it's it's done a good thing in and of itself. It's yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, this is the thing. It's like the, the, the idea of you know gender politics and, and all that stuff, identity politics. It's complicated. There's some things I agree with. Some things I will have blazing arguments about. But actually, when you when you come right down to it, you 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 see some of the stuff like I, I've seen in Captain Marvel and some of the, the some of the imagery, and it's hard not to think actually this is this can only be positive. Well, there's nothing it. in it that's there's nothing in it that's malicious or wrong-footed at all. It's just it's just there's a positive element to it, yeah. and I think it's worth it's worth noting that above well, with everything this, else. This is this is one of the things I like about it because it's not just because obviously it has a certain feminine leaning shall we say yeah because Captain Marvel is one of those girly female women people we read so much about these days they seem to be everywhere yeah. um, but she isn't obviously she's the focal point because she's Captain Marvel and the film is Captain Marvel but the other strong female characters around her are what make it such a good film that's a really good point which yeah. I kind of I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants a little bit as I talk about this because this thing just occurred to me Annette Benning's character yeah now I think that is a really clever bit of scripting because without giving anything away you see both sides of the divide because mm-hmm. all the female characters are on the right side they're on the side of good and you see Annette Benning's character is used to add to the backstory and to add to the tension and the drama and the twists and all the rest of it. And I like that it's not just girl saves the day and girl and her friends save the day. It's there's more to it. There's more depth than that. And I think one of the things that struck me when I was writing my review, um, which you can find at unsaltedpopcorn.blog.co.uk, um, go look it up. Was it's not just a feminist treaty. It's not just about girl power although if you listen to all the songs in there yeah <laughs> to a man they're all female led tracks and it's brilliant yeah um, but it's also a story about racism it's also a story about immigration yes because again you can't give anything away because there are twists and turns and it's not a straightforward story but when you discover things and they start talking about the things you've discovered that's when the subplot comes in and the subtext and the subtext is about not vilifying those who are different yeah not driving the people you don't like out of their homeland mm. it could be you know there are certain people in the world who would benefit from that message yes I don't want to use the word Trump because it's not that kind of podcast but I don't want to use the word Brexit because it's not that kind of podcast but it's very much feels very much a film for now yes I, and I think that there's I think there's an idea about difference and the outsider in it that they that they that they explore um, and I think yeah I think that um, 
and I, th- and I think there's an interesting, there's a kind of interesting message in there. I think there really is. But well, I'm, I'm, again, I'm trying not to spoil it, and this it's is difficult. The problem, this is it, cause, because if you, if you want to really get into the nitty gritty of it, you yes. don't give too much away. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember, but it's been a while since I've done one of these, and I can't remember if I'm supposed to say what the story is. Essentially, the story is Captain Marvel. There we go, that was easy. Sorry, you were going to say. I was going to say that um, the, the, the difficulty is. Um, <coughs> Yeah, talk it, some of the things I really liked in it, I can't give away uh, without spoiling it. But the but, but but there were bit parts in it that really surprised me, things that I didn't see coming, yeah. and things that I really enjoyed when uh, when I did when when they did come. Yeah, and that's especially for watching a Marvel film, that's sometimes difficult to do. Yes. So so I kind of I like that element of it. It's interesting watching it for a second time. Is obviously you know what's coming, mm. so you can look for different things. Yes, and even looking for different things, and I'll tell you what this bit was when we finished doing the podcast. I missed something. Okay, and I missed it twice, and that I really liked because it means it's not just because this is the other thing. Like, let's the other great feminist superhero movie is of course Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which much as I like it, it's basically a retelling of Captain America. They just said it in a different, picked a different war, went with the same story, and that ends in the traditional way of all superhero movies of finding someone of equal power, beat them up. That's just yeah. a traditional superhero ending. We have our superhero; they can beat up anyone. Let's find someone who can match them. Fight, 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 fight. Boom, done. And this didn't have that. This actually had what felt like a proper ending. There was a proper narrative. The narrative made sense all the way through the story. And it wasn't just a huge build-up to a massive fight at the end. Although there was a fight, it didn't feel like that was the reason that that, that wasn't what we were leading towards. There were other things. And there was closure, and the whole thing felt like a self-contained... And as an origin story, I think it's the best they've ever come up with. Um, we'll have to have a debate about Wonder Woman another time because I find that that that's a difficult one for me. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this this is where we get into the other things. Like I said, I, I like. Uh, no, I I don't think it's necessarily the best origin story they've ever done. I think there was. I'll have to I'll I'll have to really rack my brains. I think it was an interesting take on an origin story to yeah. to, to some extent. I think I liked. I, th- I think because it's basically about a person who doesn't remember where she comes from, so she's got multiple backstories, and a, and, and the path she's going along is a bit more convoluted than your traditional uh, than your traditional superhero origin story. Mm. And it is a bit more interesting, and they do find ways to play with that. Yes. Um. But I, I look overall. I think I, I think I I enjoyed the movie. And I, and I think it worked for me, yeah. but it still falls into a lot of the same traps that Marvel do a lot. Okay. Yeah, like, no, I can I can understand that. I mean, I uh, the, uh, the, uh, there's a the, the problem with Marvel movies is they're very homogenous. Like you 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 it it gets harder and harder to tell some of them apart. Um, if you just took a random piece of the script or almost just. Yeah. Almost a screen grab at certain points, where they would just, where it's, where it's just, it's the lights and the colours, everything looks the same, feels the same, it's got the same tone. When yes. you when you come out of a when you come out of the movie, like um, 
some of the better ones you come out and you do feel like there's something a little bit distinctive the the yeah. problem with Marvel as a whole is there's so many of them and they're all and they've all got such a similar tone and a similar feel to them I think in, in Marvel's defence kind of I think because it's not a case of oh let's put that out I mean I feel we ought to get together and do a proper yeah we could yeah we'll, we'll try we'll try to stick on Captain Marvel we'll yeah. try to skip Captain Marvel we'll do, I mean I think because of the way Marvel have scripted and structured the entire MCU everything fits in so everything has to be of a similar tone and vibe for the whole arc to work they fall, they fall off a cage and then they slip Iron Man 2 but Overall, that's how it's supposed to work. So you literally can go in and go, that's the Marvel Universe. Right. Uh, if you look at Logan, Logan is very different. and very outside the overall Marvel Universe. Deadpool, you'd be hard-pushed now to shoehorn Deadpool in yeah. to what we're doing with Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, the Avengers, Spider-Man, now Captain Marvel. That would be a real... Job and a half because they've gone somewhere different with it. But within the main central MCU, everything has to have kind of the same kind of thing going on for it to all bolt together. But like so much, oh, let's let's should we save this argument for another time? Possibly. But yes. like, the only thing I was going to say is that there's there feels to me so much of these of these films that you don't really need. You could actually strip down if you wanted to tell a complete story in the same way that like. Uh, Lord of the Rings is a complete story told over three films. I think you could probably strip down a lot of the Marvel movies into little 20 minute, half an hour segments if you just wanted to tell one story. But I don't yeah. think they do. I think they want to tell lots and lots of stories and then loosely link them together and turn that into a massive big product yeah. that they can they can shift to you yeah I'll, I'll take your point I'll I take mean, your point um, I've just noticed we're now 18 minutes and okay going, right um, I'll, I'll stay on we'll stay on Captain Baz Marvel. is going to be having a heart attack at a half at this point I would like at this point just very quickly all your arguments against Captain Marvel and I know they're not strong arguments I know you're, you're generally positive oh sure everything you've said that has been against it in any way or has been a perfectly valid criticism mm. all I will say to you is Goose yeah I... Goose wins everything you can't hate a film that has a cat performance of such depth <laughs> that cat was a, was a method cat mm, he I... catted the cat out of that thing he doesn't he doesn't beat the cat out of Alien for me but hey, could the cat and the alien do that? No, there we couldn't. Go. That's Goose true. <laughs> That's true. It would have been a short film. Alien would have been a short film. Yes, could. it would. <laughs> the, um, the, the things about that Captain Marvel, I think, too it, too much. It kind of eventually did stray into a lot of lights and explosions and powers that I that I didn't really. Uh, bond with or or, just, or, or care about. I yeah, don't think the I action was probably three D. That, that, that was in for the three D side of the vibe, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's 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 good action and bad action, and I, I just think this was just homogenous action. Yeah. I mean, by the time everything kicked off, I wasn't really that fussed by it. I don't think the sense there wasn't there. I don't really like the sense of humour anymore in Marvel because it's all the same, and I've watched like what 12 of them because <laughs> I've watched everything but one and it, and it's and it's since since Avengers 
they, it's pretty much been the same. The first Avengers film has been pretty much that same uh, Joss Whedon-y, self-referential yes. stuff. Now that's that's, and I didn't really bond with that. I'm sorry, no, Goose did not sell it for me. Just the like, I, I think, I think the acute animal is a bit of a was is a bit of a get out for me, a bit of a cheap shot. It's, it's not really going it's, for me. It's it's true to the comic books. Sure, sure, and but I I don't. But I, but I think there's it doesn't mean necessarily that I enjoyed. No, no, that's fair you know, it, did, no. It, it didn't really kick it up to yeah. a higher level. Look, I, I think I don't think Captain Marvel is going to be uh, one of the best uh, Marvel films, in my opinion. I think I en- I think I enjoyed it more than some, and I think it was I think it's in the the the, the higher echelons. Maybe I would compare it to something like uh, I can I. Put it next to something like Black Panther, and uh, like the um, I'm trying to think where else I would probably put it up up against uh, up next to one of the ones that I I enjoyed but ne- wouldn't necessarily put up as one of my favourites. Uh, I mean that's that's the thing is like like I say I enjoyed it wouldn't necessarily put it up next to my favourites. I, I think because there's a that there was like I say I think there was. Stuff in it that I um, I really enjoyed, um, like I think Brie Larson was good, and I and I liked I liked the feminist angle. I think it was I think there, there was some interesting imagery. Without it being the whole point of the film, they just yes. put, they just they just put it in there as a as as a as a little nod, and that you could see that, and that was interesting, and it was positive. Yeah. But more than that, like. Like I say, Brie Larson was fun to watch. I particularly like Ben Mendelsohn, who I didn't even know was going to be in it because I love Ben Mendelsohn. And he's so good, isn't he? He's he's bloody brilliant in everything. Yeah, he's I I, I absolutely love him, and he's brilliant in this, and he gets to do um a ho- he gets to do a whole bunch of stuff. Yes, uh, that if you and if you really like Ben Mendelsohn, <laughs> then th- this is brilliant because he gets he gets he gets so much to work with, and that's yeah. great. It's the Mendelsohn um, of all films, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's it's all the different shades of Mendelssohn. Yes, which I, I which I which I really like because I could I could put him in any film pretty much. I think yeah. that's just brilliant. Now, I must admit, I, I wasn't aware that I knew who he was before. It turns mm. out I did, but in this, he absolutely nails it. Something else I really liked is I did I did like the '90s vibe. I mean, there was it wasn't too heavy on the '90s nostalgia or anything, mm. but I mean, it was, but 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 it was there, and it, there was something a bit charming about it. I think, but there was a feeling in the whole film was there was something almost a little bit not, not nostalgic, but there was a there was a. I, I'm afraid since I, I wasn't prepared for this at all, I'm not going to be able to justify this very well. But there was a there, there was something about it that felt kind of Spielbergy in some ways. Something about the something about like that uh, the the kind of. Um, there was a kind of morality to it that yes. felt very, uh, again, without giving anything away, a bit wholesome in a Spielbergy way. I think yes. some of the, 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 like the child character, the friend of the kid, the way that she kind of looked up to her and had this connection with her, the, yes. the, the connection with the, the other. That's that's something that felt like a bit Spielbergy, and there was, but there was there was something about it that, but but but, but more than any of the the themes, there was just something like bouncy and fun about it. Yes, that, 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 that felt like a kind of um, a, 
that gave me like a slightly nostalgic tick. Um, again, I think. Um, but I mean, I don't know. The thing is, overall, as well, I, I think that a lot of people going to see it. Um, like I say, I think if you're in, interested in the gender politics, I think that would definitely interest you. Yeah. I think if you like Marvel stuff the, and and um, and probably superheroes in general, you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. But for the non-converted, for, for your average person, I'm not sure you're going to get loads out of it. I think it will be better for you than than say going to see the Spider-Man Homecoming, yes. which is which is like to me one of a bit of a a proper bland experience that you I think that one you def- with, without with, getting too yeah. into it but I like think, you know we'll, we'll save all that for a, for a separate yeah, yeah, much yeah. longer conversation so I think we could have about a couple of hours talking about that stuff um, I think as we're nearly 25 minutes and yeah. as at this point you're screaming at the iPod um, so let's try and sort of come to some sort of conclusion yes um, what do we do here what was your standout performance who, um, who, who stood out most for you? Oh, I'm so biased because I like Ben Mendelsohn. Ben so I want to say, I, I want, I, I want to say, I want to say Ben Mendelsohn. You yeah. say Ben Mendelsohn. I'll, you want to say I'll, Ben Mendelsohn. I'll, I'll say Ben. Mendelsohn. Like, great. Yeah. I'll say Ben Mendelsohn because I think he's he's brilliant and yeah. should be in everything. I'm 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 going to say Brie Larson not just because she is front and center the star of the film, but because I think she owned the character. She watching it a second time, you get the depth she's added to it. There's little nods, nods and nuances, and she's having so much fun in the role. Yeah, and you actually go on the journey with it. It's, it's believable from the start to the end. Like you say, I mean, she's she, you, you know, there was something about watching her as well. Um, I'll try and keep this brief. There, there was there's something about watching her as well is that there's this kind of stereotype of having when you have a female action hero, she's emotionless yes. and then and and completely cold. But that that's but but in this she, I mean the point there was part of the point of a character was that she had a lot of emotion. Yes. But also that that she was kind of. Um, like I say, she was a bit contemptuous of authority and she was irreverent and she was flirty as well. Yes. That's important. Yes. It's important that you show that there is that side of a... Of a it, it's funny that... that it makes when, her human. It makes her human. Yes. And there's so much... And, and that's I think that's really important in, in when, when when I see a big, broad film and a female character in it, it's it's good when I see that they actually think like, oh no, she can be flirty, um, which isn't necessarily that defining any kind of her sexuality exactly, no. but it shows that she is just a real person because that is really at the end of the day all anyone's really complaining about the fact that so often and for so long, yeah. uh, um, a, a, a huge chunk of, 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 of female characters just don't appear human I agree with that so like and that's just the problem but but in this you've got a sense like oh no they get what yeah. you're trying to do and I so I mean I'm actually torn between choosing Brie Larson and Ben <laughs> Mendelsohn because I could see all this positive stuff coming out of her and she was just really and she was fun to watch yeah. and she was very charismatic because I like the as she was discovering what she could do yeah that showed in her face there was like little nods and winks and just sort of like little head turns and stuff and there's this came through a second time when she when she da, 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 and she goes into the and into the, uh, the train thing right and she goes 
Oh yeah, that was just a beautiful little tiny moment. Yeah, but it was just human and it was lovely and it was just that's why I think she owns this. Yeah, and she kind of weirdly for a superhero film, I felt she went up a notch. Yeah, she was working on so many different layers and different levels and so many different stories in her head. I think she absolutely nailed it. Mm. Um, what's the other question I have to ask? Oh, if only Baz was here. Uh, hello to Baz, by the way. I haven't said hello to you. Um, would you see this film again? No. Ah. I'm afraid not. I mean, I just think that, like like, like I say, I mean, I, I, as much as I enjoyed it and liked it, uh and and I, and I don't and I don't think I would be too harsh to it in some ways is it coming into a Marvel film I really really need to be sledgehammered out of the homogeny <laughs> and, and in the end this this as, as much as I I liked lots of elements of it and and came out with something positive it, it's not um it's not going to make me want to go and see it again. Because okay. it, it's because it's just you know I, even some of the, the, the it's it's more than just being predictable. It's even some of the the jokes and the dialogue and stuff where you could go. If I wasn't in a Marvel film, I wouldn't see that coming. Yeah. But I am, so I do. Yeah, and I that's that. and that's off putting. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. Um, and finally, uh, we need to give this a score now. Bows insists because. Not doing it out of five causes him physical pain. Okay, so with that in mind, how many gooses out of seventeen and a half would you give it? Out <laughs> of seventeen and a half, I'd give it a solid. Um, I'd give it a solid. Uh, uh, He's counting on his fingers at this point, Jam. I'd, I'd give it a ten. Ten gooses out of seventeen and a half. Yeah, sure. Oh. I'll give it a ten seventeen and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I generally I hate scoring for films. Yes. I mean, I'm with I you. Mean, I don't whether that's a films. pretentious thing or not. I, I don't, don't understand know. what it means because you need to. That's kind of why I make fun of it because you need to understand the reference point and what it's. And <laughs> yeah, Baz being German, he's very likely we have to have rules. Um, he's going to kill me when he sees me again. I would give it seventeen out of uh, seventeen and a half. And as a final closing point, I'll explain very, very, try and do this quickly, why it's a losing half a point. There is a musical reference along the sound, among the soundtrack. Now, I missed this. A friend of mine pointed it out to me. There is a musical reference which is out of date from when they set the film. Okay. Now, it's only slightly out by a few months, but I missed the date reference to when they've set the film until I saw it tonight missed it the first time I was looking for it I found it and they have clearly set it in a certain month in a certain year right which means the song one of the songs that plays wasn't released when the action takes place okay now, I'm not going to say any more than that because it might be a spoiler but if you fancy having a go drop us a line at Lobbycast or Unsalted Popcorn does Lobbycast on Facebook or tweet us at Unsalted Popcorn or find me on my Facebook page, Carl Johnson, and tell us if you know which song I'm banging on about. Because well, now I know, I can't unknow. I'm still not sure about a Nerf gun, but we'll move on from that. Um, but there you go. That was it. Let me know what you think about the song. The film, I thought, was absolutely fantastic. Lawrence is now going to get thrown in the river because he's wrong. <laughs> All opinions are valid, but not that one. Uh, 
Lawrence, it's been an absolute pleasure. That's fine. Well, I'll, go to the cinema well if I dry myself off from the river, then, <laughs> then maybe we can go and see something else. Excellent. That sounded like a great plan. Uh, in that case, we shall see you again, and next time we'll try and do it in 10 minutes. My apologies to Baz. Thank you very much, Lawrence. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you again. Thanks a lot. Take care. Cheers. <laughs>